The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Welcome back for a double dipper. The double dipper. Broken helmet here, another July 28th, although we are pushing midnight, people. So by the time I'm done with this sucker, it might be the 29th. And like always, coming to you live on tape. Rich Eggy here. We just did an episode and talked about the Wednesday events around the NFL camp's opening. We had Dak Prescott getting banged up, quarterback signings with Trey Lance. We had a couple of coaches back up their quarterbacks. You know, Mr. Gruden, Mr. Shanahan. There's there's starting to be some stuff. 24 COVID cases. Ugh. Please help me. Uh, Not what we want to deal with, but they were there. But really the story of the day was Pissy Face. The great Aaron Rodgers did his press conference as he returned to Green Bay to the shock of absolutely no one. No one. Nobody thought that he was going to do anything other than play this year in Green Bay. That is a hashtag fact. That is the truth. For him to have gone anywhere else would have been kind of crazy and wouldn't really have worked. It just wouldn't have. And there's a ton of reasons why. But primarily, just the finances behind it, right? He wasn't going to sit out. He was either going to retire or he was going to play. Done. Those are the two options. And I was reading on The Ringer, uh, Danny Heifetz, who I think is a a great reporter, content creator, whatever you want, uh, does NFL, uh, the podcast, also writes pieces for The Ringer. He, he summarized it here, just talking about the, mon- the monies behind a Rodgers possible holdout, whatever. If Rodgers held out the entire month of August, he would have been fined about $2 million. If he skipped this season, he would have forfeited $15 million worth of salary. And the Packers could have asked him to pay back roughly $23 million of his signing bonus. Again, he made enough that he probably could have done that, right? Because he's forfeiting the fifteen. He's forfeiting the fifteen million. Okay, he doesn't have that yet. He's got to roughly pay back twenty three mil. Yeah, who wants to pay back twenty three mil? I'm sure he's got twenty three million in the bank. Heifetz wrote that he made two hundred forty one million in salary alone. Doesn't include the State Farm money, as he's been State Farm's poster boy for how many years now, right? But 
you just factor those couple things in, that would have been basically a 2 plus the 15 plus the 23. That would have been a $40 million slide. And guess what? That is not happening. No way. You are not going to give up $40 million. Could he have gotten traded? Maybe. Difficult to imagine that a trade would have been in the best interest of anybody involved. And again, I talked about this previously on a podcast, so I don't want to rehash things that I talked about before. I I should have um, pulled out this piece from Danny Heifetz to get these numbers in when I did the previous pod. It would it would have established some of the things that we were talking about better and giving them some more meat. Heifetz did a better job in his column. You should go to the ringer and read it if you want. It's a little dated now. It's it's like a week. That's how fast things get dated. But it was a good piece. And that's what just reinforces what many, including myself, have been thinking, which was this is only going one way, and that is for Rodgers to be playing on the Packers in 2021. But that did not stop today from happening. And by today, I mean Wednesday and the press conference that Pissy Face did. But it was a full day of stuff. So the Packers GM comes out today, and the first thing he says is Aaron Rodgers has the same input as previously. They're just working on incorporating it. Uh, Bullshit. Again, just a big steamy pile of shit from a bull. Because you don't have input if it's not being incorporated. You can't say you have the same input that you've always had. We're just figuring out a way to incorporate it more. No, you either have input or you're not. It's either used or it's not. If you your input is not used, it's not input. Plain and simple. That's how it works. Input not used is not input. It's not. It's nothing. That's what it is. Think of it as just like a computer algorithm. If you don't put whatever it is in, it's not input. It's nothing. Sitting on the sidelines. So he comes out and says that. Randall Cobb, he locks in his trade it doesn't result in any more money for him, but he goes back to the Packers. There was a hang-up earlier with his guaranteed money, with a guaranteed cash, but that got settled because the Texans ended up picking up $3 million of his salary. So, Rodgers gets Cobb back, which, again, is amazing to me. Trey Wingo, congratulations. Trey Wingo broke that one early. He was the one that broke that one. I, once again, (laughs) at the end of the podcast, said I was not going to record a podcast ever. Trey Wingo was a piece of shit, and I couldn't have been more Uh, So be it. So uh, I did take a day off, but it wasn't for that reason, but I'm going to say it was, so I honor uh, not recording a podcast, at least for a day. But again, I look at Randall Cobb's numbers, and I still... And by the fact that Randall Cobb should not be a factor in Aaron Rodgers' 
performance this year. There are many Randall Cobbs out there. And shit, let's just look at Randall Cobbs' numbers, shall we? Randall Cobbs, the guy, right now I get it. It's a slot receiver. He wants a slot receiver that he can rely on, rely on, that he's comfortable with. I guess Randall Cobb's that guy. But to think that Randall Cobb is a game breaker or some colossal factor, oh, I mean, come on. Give me a break. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Here we go. In 2014, Randall Cobb is 24. That's seven years ago. He's 24 years old. He has 91 catches for almost 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. I mean, that fantastic year. Fantastic year. These are the numbers in the years to follow. 79 for 829, six touchdowns. 60 for 610 for four touchdowns. 66 for 653, four touchdowns. 38 for 383 and two touchdowns. Granted, he only played nine games. He's gone after that. He goes to Dallas in 2019. 29 years old. 55 catches, 828, three touchdowns. He goes to Houston last year. Deshaun Watson. Granted, Deshaun likes to throw the ball downfield more. However, top-tier quarterback, even though he's not going to play this year, 18 full games, or 10 games, sorry, 10 games played, started two of them, 48 uh, 48 targets, 38 catches, 441 yards. His yards per reception in his big year that we were talking about, 2014, when he had 1,300 yards, 14.1. After that, 10.5, 10.2, 9.9, 10 10.1, 15.5 in the, the the six games that he started, 15 played total for Dallas in 2019. They stretched the field a little bit more. And then 11.6 last year. I just don't see why Randall Cobb was a focal point of any of this. Outside of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is basically saying, you want me back here this year, you're going to do whatever the fuck I say, and you're going to get me whoever the fuck I want. And you're going to shut your mouths, and you're just going to do it. And I want Randall Cobb back here. And that's what I want. And Packers were like, okay. Okay. Sure. So, that's what ends up happening. Word also broke today. Paul Allen, I think he was talking to Florio from PFT. Paul Allen of K K Fan. He said Roger believed the Packers told him they were going to trade him, and then they didn't. So part of the reason he's pissed off is because, like he said before, not only does he feel like he doesn't have input, but he feels that the team is just yanking his chain left and right. So, the reality of the situation is that when quarterbacks get to a certain status in their career, they just become bigger than the team. Because of all the professional sports that are out there, 
the quarterback position is probably the most important of any given position in any sport. It just is. Goalies, to a certain effect in hockey, can obviously lead teams to tournaments by standing on top of their head. Also very key. But they still don't dictate a game like a quarterback does in football. And in basketball, I mean, whatever. There's five guys on the court. You can be one standout guy and you dictate it. But, I mean, it it could be any one of any positions. In football, it's the quarterback. And when quarterbacks get to be as big as Aaron Rodgers is, they end up becoming bigger than the team. That's it. Because their mentality always becomes the same. And I, I, I have yet to see this anywhere. And even Tom Brady ultimately had this same thought process and it just it came out last year. I mean, you just saw it. And is that, do you know who I am? Do you know what I can do? You should let me go shop for the groceries. There you go. There's there's a football reference. And for those that you don't know, that's great Bill Parcells. You want me to cook? Let me shop for the groceries. And that's ultimately how quarterbacks have started thinking. It used to be a little bit less back in the day. It's gravitated more toward more grandiose ideas about their relevance to a given franchise. Namely, that on top of being a player, they should also be front office. Now, it was was ludicrous back in the day to think of the coaches as being GMs until people like Parcells started pushing and, and started making those kind of statements which then spread to others, and then all of a sudden you're seeing more coaches be GMs and coaches, you know. Now all of a sudden, I guess, you know, it, it's starting to be quarterbacks. Quarterbacks think that they should have some input too. And that was what Rodgers talked about a ton today, amongst other things, because he talked about a whole hell of a lot. And I thought a good way to go about this today would just be to play the press conference and to do a little in-the-moment analysis. I mean, why don't we, right? So without further ado, let's go out, courtesy of NFL, ESPN, everybody that aired this. Let's do the conference right now. I'm not going to do the full 30 minutes, but uh, we'll do 17 yeah, about 17 minutes of it. Let, let, let's see how far we can go with this sucker. All right, so he's going to start off uh, talking. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a loaded question. Um, I think, you know, there was uh, a lot of things that transpired. This wasn't, uh, you know, a Definitely. draft day uh, thing. Definitely you know, a lot of things that transpired. This that's was, shit uh, started with a conversation in February. Um, After the season, the season ends? Ended. Yep, there we go. And I just expressed, you know, my desire to be uh, a factor more involved in conversations directly affecting my job. <laughs> of course, because um, you're the GM now. Also, because you're, uh, you're more than a quarterback. The organization maybe learn from them some of the mistakes in the past. In my opinion, about the way that some of the uh... okay, this and now he's going to lay it heavy into Brett Favre. 
And I don't think he talks about Brett Favre here. But without naming names, I don't I don't care what he says going forward. He's talking about Brett Favre. And he's talking about how Brett Favre got ran out. And because they're buddies. And basically saying, hey, you disrespected Brett, you know, and I I am aware of that. And I I know he names other people here, but I mean, it is Brett Favre what he is talking about. And basically going team Brett, screw the Packers. And I'm hopefully telling them how they shouldn't do that to me because I'm bigger than the Packers. Like Favre was bigger than the Packers. And I'm sorry, I'm not on that boat because I'm a firm believer that the team is bigger than any given player. And I never, I don't care who my quarterback is, ultimately the quarterback will get old and will be no good anymore. And I hope you never give reins to my team to the quarterback, but whatever. So he's going to talk about players here. Outgoing veterans were treated, um, and just the fact that we didn't retain uh, a number of uh, players. Jordy Nelson's coming like up. We're core players to our foundation, because, our locker you know, room. He got his character guys. I'm talking about P.P. Hurt. And Jordy Nelson, when that Julius didn't Peppers, there he goes. Clay Matthews, Randall Cobb, James Jones. Um, okay, hold on. <laughs> Jordy Nelson wasn't in the league much longer after they got rid of him for those that didn't follow. Those other guys they they named, he named, all were at the end of their fucking career. Julius Peppers, maybe a couple more years, but he was not a longtime Packer. Clay Matthews barely played after that. Randall Cobb, we just went through his numbers. He didn't. He hasn't done shit since 2014. 2014, he had 1,300 yards. He hasn't broke 1,000 ever since. Not since. Not since. And then James Jones, again, the guys he's naming ended up being out of the league a short while after. The Packers did a great job getting rid of old players and cutting the fat. You don't want to pay old players that are no good anymore. I don't care about respect. That's not how the fucking NFL works. It doesn't work with respect. It works with performance. You get paid for performance. If you want to pay people for respect and time served, your team will suck for eons. Fact. But here we go with James Jones. Fuck, give me a break. James Jones. John Kuhn, Brett Good, TJ Lang, Brian Balaga, Casey Hayward, Mark Hyde, guys who were, you know, exceptional players for us, but great locker room guys, high character guys. Yeah, sure. Many of them who weren't offered a contract at all. Because they were done, dude. Or were, you know, maybe in my opinion, not uh, given the respect on the way out that guys of their status and stature. Fuck off. It's about on-the-field performance, um, and all those guys were done. This is why you're not a GM, you stupid. A commitment for the 2021 season and beyond. Uh, here uh, we go. That really wasn't Money. Uh, given at any time. So for me, 
I had to assess the situation. Assess the situation. Quarterback, especially after an MVP season, which I think you can understand. Oh, hold on. Um, uh, lame duck after an MVP season. Mm-hmm. Let's just go back the year before that. When you played like thorough dog shit. And I, look, Aaron Rodgers in his prime could be one of the greatest, if not the greatest, athletic ability QB that there was. I don't even know what that terminology that I just used is, but <laughs> I just said it, so fuck it, I'm going with it. Um, it, it definitely skill set, maybe not fundamentals, but the skill set was greater than most everybody, if not everybody. However, two years ago you stunk and you looked like you were going downhill. They drafted Love because of it. Because, look, with the exception of Tom Brady, who's now playing at 40-whatever, no quarterback goes this long. I mean, you're playing at 38 years old. That's ancient in sports. 38 is ancient. You never saw this shit before modern times. I, it's it, it's more impressive somebody like LeBron James playing at 36 or whatever with, with the physicality and the athleticism that he still utilizes because you never saw that ever. Remember when Jordan left, Jordan came back, and I think Jordan was like 40, and he, his body was falling apart. He couldn't dunk anymore. He still put up okay numbers, but his game just wasn't the same. I, I mean, the body just doesn't have it. So at 38... Just because you had an MVP season, you want the team to turn around and then, what, back up the truck? Will allow you to back up the truck? And just open up the the vault so that you can swim in Green Bay's money even more? You're going to get 40 mil. Well, it, I'm sorry, not 40 mil. It was a swing of 40 mil, right? But you're gonna get 15 mil this year. You made 230 over your career with the 241 with your career with them. I mean, you know, enough. You you say it's about commitment? Bullshit. It's not about fucking commitment. You want more years, more say, more money. You want to be the team. You want to be the coach, and you want to be the GM, and you want to be the quarterback because you are pissy face. That's who you are. And then the other part uh, in, in February was wanting to be a part of conversations involving free agents. You're not a GM. Which has never happened in my career. Because um, you're not a GM. I've, that's I've how that works. That's how business fucking works. In my career in the off seasons, um, my agency at the first has had a number of high draft picks over the years. Uh, I've tried to... Oh, you're a liaison? Information. Yes, a liaison. Um, hasn't really been... I've been a valuable source of information to the Parkers. Um, so I wanted to offer my services as a recruiter. You know, you're not uh, a recruiter, though. I think we can all understand. You know, Green Bay isn't. Uh, you're uh, a quarterback. You know, a huge vacation destination. People are coming here to play with me. 
uh, to play with that team and, and knowing that they can win a championship here. You are a stupid asshole. That's exactly what he is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Green Bay is not a vacation destination. Hey, Green Bay, the the Wisconsin, the the state in which I play that I say that I love, you're not a vacation destination. You're a shithole. People come here to play with me. Oh, this guy. I mean, <laughs> shit. Uh, your organization's terrible. No, I I argue, Donald. I argue. I don't think their organization is terrible. I think that <laughs> Mr. Rogers here is completely out of his mind. Don't be rude. I'm sorry. I just... Oh, God. The guy shits on Green Bay. doesn't even notice and realize he shits on Green Bay. Uh, only to piss and moan that uh, you know he doesn't have more say. I, he, he just... Only in sports do you see this, right? Because if you were, per se, a manager and walked into the vice president's office and said, hey, look, dude, um, a, a lot of the reason that things are working the way they are right now is because of me. And so you should come by my cubicle more often. And you should knock on my cubicle and then ask me to meet in a conference room and ask me for my thoughts on how you are going to manage the department. Because without me, I mean, where would you be? Right? Yeah, sure. So that would never work because in the real life, that would end up getting you shit camp. That's how that works. Not in sports, though. So... Pissy face continues. And the fact that I haven't been used in those discussions was one I wanted to change moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I felt like based on my years, uh, the way I can still play. That 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 based on last year, two years ago, no, um, not the case. As that progressed from that point, nothing really changed on that front. Um, so the team wouldn't bend at the knee. So we got into March, and the conversation changed. Um, as I yeah. felt like. Because you wanted out, uh, motherfucker. If you can't come into me past 2021, and I'm not a part of recruiting process and for agency. Now, here's your stance. If I'm not a part of the future, then instead of letting me be a lame duck quarterback, if you want to make a change and move forward, then go ahead and do it. I mean, it, it's um, a contract. It's a contract. That's how contracts work. You're not a lame duck quarterback. You're under contract. You sign a contract for X amount of years, and then... That's how it works. You work those years. It's not a lame duck. You were never hired to be a recruiter. So what does that have to do? And you want to shop for your own goods? Well, guess what? Your contract goes through year X. The people that you want to sign, their contracts are going to... They're not going to want... Like, oh, Roger's only here two more years. He wants you to come on the team. We're going to sign you for a two-year deal. (laughs) No way. Nobody's going to do that. They're going to be like, no, I want a five-year deal. What, what did uh, you know, wide receiver Z get? Oh, he got a five-year fucking $70 million deal. I want a five-year $72 million deal. Yeah, but I, Aaron's only going to be here for two years, and we, you're really only going to work with it. I don't give a shit about Aaron. This is why Aaron Rodgers isn't part of the recruiting process. Because he's not going to be here forever. And long-term, dude, you're 38 years old. How long is long-term for you? 
right? You're going to point to Tom Brady? Yeah, guess how many people did it before Tom Brady did? Mm, no, <clears throat> sorry. Whatever. That obviously didn't happen. Uh, like I said, it wasn't a draft day thing. There were conversations for uh, a number of months leading up to that. Yeah. Post the draft, I think what basically happened was then they said uh, – You got even more pissed you know, off we'll, we'll because they didn't some, train you. We'll give you some money now. Let's see if we can throw some money at you. I said from the start, it wasn't <laughs> about the money. <laughs> yes, um, it is. I it is. For the off-season program. It is. Money is a factor. That's why you didn't just – It was about – Stay uh, away this year. Resource for the organization that I care about and love so much. Um, oh. So when the money came at me, the other part is the backstory to that is you know after the season. Beautiful, right? So I am not the bad guy. You're the bad guy because you just think I'm about money, and you, that's what you think this is. This is just money to you. I'm not about money. I'm about more than money. <clears throat> more than money. I'm about the people. I'm about this shitty not-vacation spot, Green Bay. That's what I'm about. There was a part of me that did think this guy's that there intolerable. would be conversation about an extension. You know, based on my cap number this yep, season, there next we go. season, it seemed natural based on the way I played. Yeah, but it's not about money, about it. dude. It conversation. It's not about money, right? Uh, not uh-huh. until into May. And that, to me, seemed like... Uh, an analogy that you guys understand. You guys have a fantastic year. Oh, I heard this work. before. Where do you hear this one? You go to your boss. Remember, and say, it's not about money. Year. I think I deserve a pay raise or, uh, you know, some security. And the boss says, yeah. Hold on. This sounds like it's it about money. A couple months down the line, you get another job opportunity. You go back to your boss and say, hey, I got this amazing job opportunity. Mind you, the analogy he's using is him, Aaron Rodgers, making tens of million dollars a year to reporters who may make like 50000 And I don't even know if they get into positions like this making 50000 So it's definitely apples to apples. Opportunity. We say, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. We, we love you. We, want you to, we do want you to stick around. We, you know, we, do, we do care about you. Just have the same uh, feeling. You know, and... What? So... You know, I said it wasn't about the money. and, and The threat the to leave felt, gets you know, more money, but it's not that. about money. I don't get it. Which uh, one is it, dude? Really changed throughout the summer. Uh, there were some, obviously, some developments. When it's not about the money, so, but, it's about the know, money. I was really working on myself and my own mental state throughout the summer and, and uh, at, at various points deciding if I wanted to Oh, everybody in their goddamn mental but, state uh, right now. You know, the ah! still burns, and I wanted to, Fucking uh, Simone Biles, I wanted to be on a Aaron Rodgers. Um, we got some things. I've been out of work a year and a half, motherfucker. My mental state is fucking racked. Just go one time. Y'all get a chance. We're still chugging along. Does the Randall Cobb move? Is that? But you, with your millions, I'm sure you're really hurting the organization's part to listen to you and respect your thoughts on personnel. Well, look, I'm really excited. Randall's coming back. He's obviously a dear friend and dear friend. That's it. That can really play. He falls into that category. His numbers don't show it, champ. Guys who left here. Um, who are high-character guys. Um, it's the desire that I've talked about before to finish as a Packer. That's always been really important to me. Oh, stop! You wanted to be traded. You wanted out of here. They couldn't get you out of here. Hey, you, Paul Allen of KFAN said that part of the issue was that Rodgers believed the Packers told him they'd trade him, and then they didn't. So you didn't want to... F- Finish with the Packers.
You wanted out. They didn't let you out, and so you got pissed off. They didn't give you money. You wanted more money. You got pissed off. You wanted players. They didn't give you players. You got pissed off. This is the biggest bratty bullshit I've heard in years in professional football. Only with the yeah, quarterback. The guys I mentioned, I talked Only to with pissy face. this offseason because I wanted to hear their experience and how they felt leaving the team and the way it went down. So I had all the information. Yeah. And I think there's a second. And if you don't believe me, I talked to all the other people that were disrespected by the Packers. All of the same players who noticeably retired two years after they left the Packers because they were so fucking awesome. Sadness underneath it all. Um, obviously, there's a sadness when your career ends, but a sadness that uh, things went down the way they went down. Um, uh, for meaning a team that they care they didn't about throw money at you for no apparent reason. For so many years. So to get Randall back is really special. Um, it's something that uh, you have that to have no self-awareness and, uh, to give a press conference a like this. Receiver. Zero self-awareness. Would, uh, make our offense more dynamic, and I think Randall's a dy- dynamic player. He has been when he's been healthy. What? No fucking way, buddy. <laughs> no way. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Randall Cobb, buddy. Suck a motherfucker. Yeah, you know, I talked about how important. Being a full timer was for a, lo- a long time. This was the first time to to spend the off season away uh, without a COVID year or a lockout year. Um, and I, enjoyed, okay. you know, I really did. I, I took time working on myself and yeah, taking more shots at the Packers on myself in a Jeopardy. Of areas where mm-hmm. I feel like I could improve based on my own patterns and conditioning. Um, and it was a lot of a lot of growth in that process. I continued. You're 38. How much better shape are you going to get in? Uh, however, there's still a big competitive hole in my body that I need to fill. And as I got back oh, yeah? into my workouts, um, I just realized that I know Danica I can Patrick still play, say the same thing? And I want to still play. And as long as I feel like I can give 100% uh, to the team, then I should still play. What happens if you can give 90%? Is it still a go or only 100 Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I think things are uh, in that, in that uh, direction haven't really changed. Um, at all, uh-huh. I think. Uh, I'm just going to focus on this year. There's a lot of moving pieces besides myself. What um, are the moving pieces? contracts for a number of guys. So at the, oh, at the end of the year. Yeah, okay. The like the year. end of every fucking year? Um, I'm just going to enjoy this year and then revisit that conversation at the end of the season. Aaron, you said many times. No, nope. that's not true because you just had them redo your contract to get rid of the 2023 option and reconsider the 2022 contract because basically you're going to demand out at the end of this year regardless. So you're having fun with this year. The only way you're coming back in 2022 is that they redo your contract, give you 20 more years with $500 million, and they give you personnel control. That's the only way you're coming back. This is the final dance. This is the last dance, period. To finish your career as a Packer, do you hope that this progresses to a point where you feel all right with that moving forward? You said focus on this year, but do you still stand by what you said year after year that you want to finish with that? I did, but as you recall, uh, I said last year that there's some things that might be out of my hands at this point. And there should be nothing in your hands. You're you know, the based quarterback. On, uh, them drafting my replacement, uh, J Lo, last year. It, that's um, what I think teams that do. Kind of put things in motion. Um, 
based the way, based on the way the season went last year, there was nothing in last season that made me uh, confident that I'd be back after 21, and maybe even not after 20, 2020. Um, thought we could progress some of those conversations with maybe a greater commitment during the off season. The same uh, commitment they gave to Brett Favre when they drafted you. But uh, that's why I just have to focus on this season, and uh, I love this team. I love the you know the fans and. Just don't vacation here. Been, it's uh, a shithole vacation My 17th spot. season is really special. Um, I don't take that for granted. I'm not a victim here at all. I just want to reiterate that. Like, I've been paid a ton of money <laughs> you by this sure organization. You sure ain't pissy, I'm so pissy thankful face. to be a starter here for $241 million season. say you uh, are not, not a fucking have the opportunity to do that. So I'm not uh, – I don't feel like anything's been done to me. There is it's, – it's a business. You know, it's an, it's an incredible – Opportunity to play this game. It, it is a business uh, that you do not understand. Too. That is and for this sure. Is part of it. Um, so I, I, I totally get that point. Do you? And that's that's not lost on me. Are you um, sure? That's why I'm just going to enjoy this season like I did last year, have the right perspective, and and then make decisions at the end of the season. Okay, Aaron, help me with the recall on this. Help me with the recall on this. We came in here, I think it was 2018. Cousins have got his deal. And got his deal. Oh, here, we're so referencing other deals. Hey, you know, this will be interesting. I'm concerned about the money. But I thought I remember you saying, you know, I'm looking for is a partnership. Is that accurate? Oh, God, we've already because covered the partnership thing. He's going to basically shit on the Packers they here. They you, on a, you said they called you on a golf course and said, it's Matt LaFleur, why don't you talk to him? Oh, here we go. This is the Matt LaFleur uh, hiring, right? Yeah, well, I wouldn't call that a partnership, that, that part of it. I mean, that, I wasn't involved in those conversations at all. Um, As I you should not have been dumbass. Um, I wasn't part of that conversation. You know, let's just make that completely clear. Um, I do love Matt, and we've had a blast together, and I'm glad he's here. Um, but... It's decisions like that that have happened over and over and over again that make me realize that the organization looks at me and my job is just to play. In my opinion, based on what I've accomplished in this league, uh, the way I care about my teammates, the way I show up in the locker room, the way I lead, mm -hmm. the way I conduct myself in the community, it should tie myself to a little bit more input. The rules you know, are the same for most people, but every now and then there's some outliers, you know, guys who've been in organizations for 17 uh -huh. years and won a few MVPs, where they can be in conversations at a different higher level. Um, I'm not asking for anything that other other great quarterbacks across uh, across the last few decades have not gotten. Uh, like you know, Joe Montana? To, Give me a hell yeah! You know, so if you're gonna, you're gonna cut a guy who... Uh, Peyton Manning? Give me a hell yeah! was our second best receiver in training camp last year for the majority of camp, maybe run it by me. See what I feel. I might be able to change your mind. But at least to be in a conversation makes you feel like What quarterback has been in that conversation? And that's what I tried to convey in February. You clueless And for twat. the first couple months. But, no, it hasn't been that. That's just the way they do it. You know, I don't necessarily agree with it, but – Objectively, there's been a lot of success here over the last 30 years. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be a little bit more involved. Okay, but uh, you weren't. And I understand that uh, that's not uh, the way it went. You don't understand. <laughs> don't you understand? You obviously don't. You've been talking 10 minutes now about how you can't understand it. Say anything like, yeah, we're going to do this, or is it just the same as it always was? 
Uh, I'm not sure, Rob, at this point. Um, I can only say one of the things was to be involved in free agency. Um, because, I mean, just talk to Preston Smith, you know, why he came here and why he actually took a pay cut to resign. You know, he knows that we got an opportunity to win a championship when I'm playing. Um, okay. And it, it's a sentiment that's that's echoed by other players across the league who hit me up that I'm friends he with. He took a pay to cut to get traded or you know come stay there. there? Want to be a part of How much of a pay cut for one? Um, and who is offering him more money to? Make myself available, you know, to have those conversations. To be Buffalo Bills were offering me a shit ton of money. To sign a specific guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, guess what? You ain't going to Buffalo. Uh, a part of that wasn't part of March at all. Gary, did they have shown security or, you know, given you some assurances ahead that you would be here for several years? How would they do that financially, given their salary cap situation and not being in a situation where when you retire, they would be seven million dollars? <laughs> How do they give you all that money and not destroy their cap? Good question, sir. And boom goes the dynamite. For sure. Um, but... There wasn't a commitment past 2021. 20, um, you know, there was conversation about that. I know you guys were all talking about, about, uh, you know, moving. Is that what he around, said? Um, I don't think that was the question. Uh, to to open up some cap space for sure. Obviously, with the salary cap going down from the 190s to 182, they had the, I think everybody's contract, who had a contract, basically got restructured in some way. Um, yeah, that, that's the way it, it goes. It was more just the approach. Uh, to not oh, mention now anything it's past approach again. made me feel like that I wasn't in the future plan. Guess what? Which again, it's not about approach if you're talking business, about future you know, commitments. I'm, I'm not a it's about here. money. Uh, I've made a ton of money here, and I've been really fortunate to play a long time and to play here. Um, at the same time, I'm still competitive, and I still feel like I can play. I proved it last year. So not I the year before, like though. Making a commitment past 2021 season was not a. Not it's getting a, a little deal. long in the tooth here. I know. Um, We're pushing on. We'll, we'll give it a little bit more time here um, before we punch uh, out. Accomplished. See if there's any um, other gems. Oh, there's only two minutes left in this anyway. The team, you, you basically came to a conclusion that okay, if you're not going to quit beyond the season, like let's just move on now. The Packers were very steadfast, both publicly and privately, to other teams. We're not trading them. Do you want to be here right now? <laughs> I do. Great I question. Do. I love my teammates. Oh, bullshit. I love the city. Hey, I love my coaches. Um, oh, you know, it is a lot of fun to be is. back here. And like I said, I'm competitive. And we got it. We got it. You're competitive. And it's a team that uh, has a lot of talent on it. It's been close the last couple of years. Uh huh. So I, I'm definitely excited about this season. Had a lot of great conversations over that said, the last two weeks with uh, various teammates, past and present. Sure. And it's definitely uh, what does that matter? the fire uh, to go out and and lead and perform at my at my best. That's what fueled the fire. Um, conversations really with today. Packer legends, long, past uh, and present. Hiatus, just being back out there and feeling. Uh, I thought it was your. I thought it was your drive. Well. I thought it was your competitive nature. Really good about Is it the conversations you had with Packer greats, or was it your internal room. competitive uh, nature? You know, it was strange after so many months, but uh, but it was fun to see the guys, see the old guys, the trainers, equipment staff, Andy Gruber. I just gave him a hug. I hadn't seen him. He wasn't here all last year, so there's a lot of fun things about being back. Okay. And well, you, I understand the opportunity that's here. You were just here in February, dude. <laughs> It wasn't like you were here three years ago. It was literally five months ago. Uh, no, and I would say it's... Uh
I actually can't believe what I just saw. Me either, Chris. Me either. Um, yeah, so there you have it. That's the presser from today from Pissy, Pissy Face. And let me tell you, it is. it was truly a sight to be seen and heard because, I mean, I, I think we have all now seen exactly who Aaron Rodgers is, right? Fantastic Fantastic quarterback. Crazy athletic. Has that X factor that a lot of quarterbacks don't have. I, You know, they've always said Mahomes, Mahomes is Rodgers-esque with his ability to create plays out of nowhere. Um, however, a complete and utter asshole. Plain and simple. And look, there have been no quarterbacks of decades past that have gotten everything that they wanted. I mean, I named two in Montana and Manning that were shown the door. Shown the door. Right? And Montana won infinitely more championships than Mr. Rogers did. And they still showed him the door. Because guess what? They had another quarterback in the wings. And Montana, with the championships he did, even though he might not have been the quarterback that Rogers is, deserved way more respect than Mr. Rogers. And he still got sent to Kansas City. Again, the lack of awareness or the narcissism that this guy has shown in his later years just blows my mind. But is what it is. So there we go. That was the biggest news story of the day was Aaron Rodgers coming out and even though reporting in for Packers camp just taking a big giant dump all over Packers manager for basically doing their job. <laughs> that's what that's what he shit all over him for. Doing exactly what the fans expect him to do, which is fiscally run a good organization so that they continue to have success in years future. And don't end up dying by choking on cap numbers. Sorry, Aaron. I don't see it. Anyway, so that was a presser. I wanted to get that in there today because it was big news. Thought it would be fun. I don't know if it was, uh, but it was for me. Hopefully it was for you. So, Audi 5000, I will talk to you later. Peace.